happy birthday to me. Yes, serious. Sing happy birthday to me, please. You're already singing. Sing happy birthday to me, please. It is my birthday episode. Damn it. I will not sing to myself. You were already singing to yourself. That's so cringe. No, you sing to me right now. Sing you me happy birthday. Just, why don't you just keep singing? It seems like you've already got this singing thing set. No, that's depressing and sad. Sing me happy birthday now. God damn it. I get one quarantined birthday episode every goddamn year. Yeah, that's right, listeners. It's been another trip around the sun. Wow, so great. It feels like I can still smell the uh, semen-stained Samus body pillow <laughs> from our Yandere Dev episode. It was a Samus Aaron pillow? I think it was a Samus fuck doll. I know Yandere Dev has like a thing, a weird sex thing for Sam, Zero Suit Samus. And if I'm remembering correctly, somebody found his forum post on a forum dedicated to sex dolls. And it was just him dressing up a bunch of, or a sex doll that he owned like Samus. And of course, uh, for new listeners, uh, we're talking about, what is it, Yandere Dev? Yeah, Yandere Dev, the, the crazy guy that's making the uh, video about killing school children. <laughs> Great. Okay. I um, Look, I-, I think that was last year's birthday episode. Didn't we do a Russell Greer episode like two years ago or something? Yeah, what is this, my fourth birthday? I think this is your third birthday episode. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You didn't think I'd sing happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy third loudest pod birthery. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Now, listeners who aren't familiar, July 15th is a very special day. It's a very very special day. It's the holiest day in TLP lore. In TLP lore, because July 15th is the day that I was born. So every quarantined topic. You guys, you you don't understand. You think I just sit in front of a microphone once a week and verbally diarrhea all over your ears? No, it takes a lot of thinking and time spent on the internet (laughs) to do the figure out what to verbally diarrhea and sometimes i'll be talking to asterios about something like hey can we watch the anime perhaps about like the ghost children <laughs> that all of them die because the what you know wait you mean uh, the fireflies the grave of the fireflies no 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 uh another it's called the How one about the goddamn animes do you watch where a bunch of kids die That's pretty i don't want to watch any them. of them no i don't want to watch any of them Higarashi, kind of interested in some Higarashi stuff. Yeah, look, I saw one scene from that. No, I'm not. A, why do you? Anyway, so on Ranch, once a year, Rancho gets to talk about literally whatever she wants because the rest of the year, I don't want to talk about a lot of her interests. Right. There's a huge. There's a huge portion of her life that is locked up in a vault on purpose. Similarly, I don't really bore her with wrestling or with politics or the news or like my dumb indie twee music. Like I try to lock all that up pretty tight, I feel. I only lock up tight the gross stuff. I feel like you're it's selling all yourself gross short. Stu- it's all <laughs> gross stuff. That is true. That is true. Uh, last year, I don't think last year was super gross. That was the one about fucking shadow people, right? No. Last year was Yandere, Dev. You didn't get to shadow people, so we had to give you a double birthday episode last year, which is why I thought you shouldn't get any birthday episode this year, because you used your birthday episode. Well, listen, Root listeners, welcome to my birthday episode. I have aged 0 out of 10, would not recommend, and if you don't leave 10 good reviews, I will be killing myself. (laughs) (laughs) So that will be 
will be no next birthday episode. Oh Thank dizzy. you. I'm going to slip my wrist. <laughs> you laugh so hard. I feel sick. So, I stereos. I went through my whole Rolodex of topics and I thought real long and hard about which, uh, which trickery like in my pandora's box which tool that i'll use to torture you this year and i decided no russell greer america's favorite hooker sewer is now suing america's got talent i have heard a thing or two about this yes now before we get into russell greer what topics did you consider and then you said no Uh, i think First, I was going to, I had an idea. Uh, first, I was going to f- sit you down and force you to l- listen to me ramble for probably upwards of two hours about all of the Higurashi lore. That's right. You had some sort of Higurashi lore, like, ribbon board plan. And I sat down, and Asterix, let me tell you a true story. I sat down, and I started writing it out, and my outline was something like 23 and a half pages so i was like oh shit this needs to be like a this is gonna be like a four hour long youtube video so maybe maybe coming one day probably coming never you know what that's my new policies you know i talk about a lot of stuff a lot of projects that i have up in here fuck it no might come to existence might not fuck you That's a very healthy way to live, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Because that way you're not like constantly being like, I'm failing, I'm failing. It's just like, look, do it if you want. Might do it if I feel like it, might not. But um, yeah, no, that way- By the way, I don't want- You don't want? The Higurashi, I don't want you to do that. So, okay. So maybe don't do it because I don't want. I was thinking about sitting my friend who doesn't watch, who has never watched anime before down and like forcing her to sit there and listen to me rant about this for five hours. You have a friend who's never watched anime? That's like that guy who never saw a woman in Greece, that monk who died. Yeah. That guy, (laughs) sounds like your friend lives the most blessed luckiest life i've ever heard of well i don't think it's that's not accurate i'm being a bit hyperbolic when i'm saying she's never seen anime like she's been exposed to anime through my general weebery and the other people that i hang out with but she doesn't actively sit and enjoy it like we do Like, she doesn't know any animes. Okay. Again, it sounds like she's living a very blessed, charmed life. Better than mine. (laughs) Okay. So, I look, we don't need to talk about it. I remember you're going to talk about something called the Soup Maker Cartel, and apparently they don't really make soup. They just make murders. Yeah. And also, uh, Political Compass. I was thinking about explaining the Political Compass to you. You were going to do a thing about the Political Compass. I was trying to figure out where SpongeBob was on the political compass the other day. Uh, he's, I mean, he loves going to work. Right. He's a little capitalist. I don't, I don't know if he's a capitalist though, because he doesn't own the business. Yeah. SpongeBob kind of seems like a commie to me. Do you think he would work at the Krusty Krab for free? I don't think anybody would work anywhere for free. SpongeBob is not anyone. He's a very particular little guy. I think he has worked at the Krusty Krab for free. That's what I'm saying. Before, right? Yeah. I I think he just enjoys making those burgers. But he doesn't benefit. Like, Mr. Krabs is the... Lip right. <laughs> yes, I look. Mr. Krabs, I think we know where Mr. Krabs is on the political compass. The worst quadrant. But, like... We never see SpongeBob, like, get his paycheck and go out and buy something, do we? I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, I know there's 20 years worth of episodes. I think we would have. Anyway, have you noticed that I've started talking about SpongeBob because I don't want to talk about Russell Crowe? Oh, yeah, it's Mobin time. It's Mormon. (laughs) What's that movie? Morbid? Morbid. 
Yeah, but you're making a very particular joke, aren't you? It's a very funny joke, and it works on multiple levels. So let me tell you. So Morbin, you know, the internet meme from the Morbius movie that bombed. Morbius, yes. And the gentleman that we'll be talking about has Mobius syndrome, which is, if you're new here, Russell Gere is a very special person in TLP lore. I'm obsessed with him. I sit around all day just waiting for new people to come into my life so I can tell them about this dude. I'm going to try real quick to give people the elevator pitch on Russell Gere. Okay. Now, obviously, your elevator pitch is going to be much more depraved. Of course. (laughs) So, Russell Greer is like a crazy guy on the internet, and he sues women who he feels have slighted him in some way. He's sued Taylor Swift. I think he tried to sue Ariana Grande, but, like, he didn't serve the paperwork writers. But he, like, he wanted to sue Ariana Grande. Um, He uh, has also sued, like, prostitutes, like... He would go to the Bunny Ranch or whatever, like those prostitute ranches in Nevada. He would like pick out a girl. He he would complain about the service. And then like the world's ultimate Karen, he would sue women. He would sue sex workers, which is like terrible. He's also released a bunch of songs. Oh, and the music. Yeah, that's not even touching on the music. Russell is also an aspiring songwriter. Yeah, he's, he wrote a book about suing Taylor Swift. He's just like a crazy guy. He's like a menace. He's like a literal menace to society. And because he's always on the internet, like, defending his insanity... He's got a lot of like followers. Like he's become one of these laugh out loud cows or lol cows. And he will be milked. <laughs> he will be mined for his resources. Well, what you know, what did I miss? Like did I miss anything important? Um the most important thing that you need to know about Russell is that Russell has a facial paralysis. Okay. He has a facial paralysis. I think it is called it. I don't know how to pronounce it, Mobius syndrome. Okay. I think that's how it's pronounced. But basically what it means is he's missing or one of his nerves in his face don't work. So he has a severe speech impediment. Okay. But that's important because all of Russell's uh, arguments come down to basically, I'm suing you because you won't fuck me because I am disabled. Ergo, you are violating the Americans with Disabilities Act by not putting my penis in your mouth. <laughs> Really? Yes, that's pretty much the basis of every lawsuit. Russell has filed, I want to say, 10 lawsuits so far. Three of them were against Taylor Swift. One was against Ariana Grande. Uh, One was a mystery lawsuit that's ongoing. We're still learning about it from, like, way past. Uh, Ariana Grande was the other one. Uh, The entire state of Utah. (laughs) Did I tell you about that? Why did he sue the whole state of Utah? He sued the whole state of Utah because he wanted to open a brothel in Utah. So he applied for a business permit. Nick Riccata has explained this to me. I think I'm getting this right. So he applied for a business permit, but you apply for a business or a commercial license online and the system, I guess, just automatically approves you. And then later a human being goes through the paperwork and makes sure that everything is like legit. So that doesn't happen until like a week later though. So Russell (laughs) goes online and applies for a business permit to open a brothel and the thing instant approves him. So he's like, oh, and he thinks this is like legitimately a win, like a prostitution now legal in Utah. (laughs) So he goes and he starts making all these plans to open his brothel called the Mile High Neon. That was the name of the brothel. I have the manifesto on my phone. I read it on the train sometimes. He wrote a manifesto for this brothel? Yes. 
Okay. We can maybe I'll force you to listen to that when I'm on drugs. What's the manifesto? I I, I like to fuck. I want to. I I want to fuck. I want to pay and then fuck. Like what's the manifest? What's the high-minded like key message behind his brothel? It's like a business plan, sort of. It's less a manifesto and more of he's like I'm gonna make sure the place is really clean and all the girls are trained to suck a penis in a way that helps with your disabilities should you have them and also there was this whole big section about how he wasn't gonna run the brothel himself he was gonna hire like a sexy older woman to provide guidance to the hookers a madam if you will a a madame madame. and I guess he would be too busy getting his cock sucked to run the place well look if he owned the place would there be conflict of interest if he was also a customer so um this is important though he doesn't have the money to open a brothel no right probably not isn't he an exceptionally poor person he is a janitor at walmart i believe that was his last known occupation in my brain so and this is of course interesting to me he's got a manifesto and a business license like he doesn't have the money to like hire like hooker one let alone hookers one through 20 and the madam and the training program and the ba- you know how expensive neon is he's gonna make a neon like, like he, he, this guy probably lives in like a little studio apartment right yeah, or Russell, lives with his dad russell is stupid and can't do anything correctly and that's like if you need to know one thing about russell the key message here is like the key like june like naruto their key message here's the mission russell cannot do anything right like just remember that if you ever in your brain have questions like why did you do this why didn't you do anything else or why did you do something this way just return to base reset the computer russell cannot do anything correctly a normal person goes right he fucking zigzags left and crashes into a wall it's great he's an Endless source of entertainment. Russell has a legal nemesis, which is also kind of interesting to me. So, like, Russell has filed so many lawsuits that there's this one lawyer who just, I think, just has fun going into court and destroying this person named Greg Scordis. Is that fair to say? I think so. Greg was his nemesis. Greg is a celebrity lawyer. He's like the arm of Taylor Swift's Hydra of a legal team that handles dumb, stupid complaints in Utah. So uh, Scordis and Russell go back (laughs) quite a while. Like, again, like, this is Taylor Swift's lawyer, which means they're, like, one of the best lawyers in the country. And this guy named Greg Scordis is, like, kind of our only defense against Russell Greer. Because, you know, even a nuisance lawsuit can cost someone a lot of money, a lot of time. If you don't respond to a nuisance lawsuit, you can lose by default. So, like... There's this like avenging legal angel named Greg Scordis out there. And it's like, thank God, like someone is trying to stop this guy because the legal system can't. Like, apparently filing 10 failed lawsuits against celebrities and sex workers is not enough to like get you marked as a vexatious litigant and kicked out of the Utah court system. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on in Utah, but I feel like we should have this guy, like, no more lawsuits. Yes. You have a 10 lawsuit limit, especially when you're not a lawyer. That's right, because he was a paralegal. Was he, like, training to be a paralegal? He 
is a he went to like LDS college okay. and he does have like whatever the paralegal degree is okay. because he has worked as a paralegal but then he decided to be a silly silly man all over the internet and now he can't get hired at any reputable law firm anywhere anymore <laughs> right yes of course and i also remember uh, some sort of restraining order against uh, the guy yeah he like harassed a girl that's i i don't know much about that but he harassed a girl and then she like got a restraining order against him uh but why he sued utah i think that was one of the 10 legal uh incidents he's been involved in but why he sued utah was so he gets approved for this brothel permit and then a human being looks at it is like wait her pippin's illegal in utah you can't do that so then they send him a letter they're like yeah we're revoking your license because this is an illegal business and then he sued the state of utah saying that his like rights were being infringed upon as a because disabled of man. the americans with disabilities act yes right now, look, I know the answer is going to be because he's stupid. <laughs> Why doesn't he just move to Nevada? Like, what's so awesome about Utah that you can't? Like, Nevada is cheaper. Nevada's like the cheapest place to live in the country because it's all desert outside of like the one part of Nevada we all like, I Las think, Vegas. I think he did. Oh. I think he did move right across the border, yeah. but I don't remember. I remember he used to take the Amtrak, I assume because he's poor, and his parents were paying for at least a portion of his living expenses, maybe to keep him close, to kind of like rope him in, because he's posted on Facebook a couple of times about how he meets with his like dad and mom, and they're like, Russell, you need to stop posting. <laughs> Nothing will stop this person. Nothing. If Taylor Swift's lawyer can't even like stop this person all the way, I don't know what this person's mom and dad are going to do. So for my birthday, I thought, what is? how do I want to spend my birthday? I would love to spend my birthday as serious reading through Russell's newest lawsuit called Fuck You, America's Got Talent. Please let me scream and drool all over your stage. This person is suing the television show America's Got Talent. Correct. Let me guess. Go ahead. Are they suing because they feel like they should be allowed on the show to sing one of their dumb, stupid songs? Correct. They feel like they have a right to be on America's Got Talent, and that right is being infringed upon. Well, they're right to, yes, because under the law, disabled people are, you have to give disabled people the same rights. And as we all know, the 19th Amendment did give us the right to be on television. <laughs> So his uh his the his frozen peaches they're being trampled. Mysterious. Okay. They're frozen not the frozen peaches. Okay. Look, I, I'm glad I guessed. I mean it's unfortunate that I guessed correctly. Take us away. All right, so I'm opening up this is the initial complaint and this is so fun to read legal documents that he writes cuz he writes them like a narrative. It's like a fun little story. I'm skipping all the jurisdiction shit. I'm skipping straight to the parties. I'm sure Nick Rakita has a video about like the jurisdiction crap. Nobody cares. The parties. This is like our two main characters, like Thor and Loki. It's the two brothers, right? Like that's going against yes, for control exactly. of the universe, yes. for control over the television waves. All right. We have plaintiff Russell G. Greer resides in the state of Nevada. Oh, Does the G move. stand for gross? <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Greer also has a facial disability termed Mobius syndrome. <laughs> this essentially means that Greer's seventh cranial facial nerves are paralyzed and so he cannot close his lips and his daily life functions of communicating are difficult. Feel free to jump in whenever you feel something. Okay. For instance, though he has a paralegal degree, his disability has made it hard to find work in law firms or in a high paying position because communication is essential in these roles. Not only is speaking difficult, he is also shunned for his deformity, <laughs> thus limiting his social opportunities. Okay. Now, uh, again, uh, so this person can't get hired because of a facial deformity and not because when you start to Google their name, it autocompletes is a crazy asshole. <laughs> it autocompletes to uh, his book that he wrote was more of a f pamphlet, frankly. I believe it was titled, Why I Am Making It Legal for Your 18-Year-Old Daughter to Get in Bed with the Complete Stranger for as Little as $500. That's the name of the pamphlet? He wrote it. He wrote it and put his government name on it. That's not good. <laughs> no, that's it not. I. Even the Taylor Swift thing, I might like if I saw it, I might be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a joke. <laughs> maybe this is like a very funny legal joke and he didn't really do this. But OK, that's ter that's terrible SEO. A very, very bad SEO. Russell has. And Fremantle is the company that makes AGT. Anyway, I used to work for Fremantle. Oh, really? I used cool. to work for Fremantle Media. Yeah. Well, here's the general allegations. So you can tell me if they're true or All not. All right. Greer has had a long-held dream of getting into the entertainment industry as a songwriter and an entertainer. But with the facial paralysis, his dreams have been stifled and hindered because of his disability, because communication is essential as an entertainer. All one sentence. Okay. Entire paragraph one sentence, Got by it. the way. I'm reading this verbatim, and these sentences just go, all right? Okay. In high school, or... Greer's disability is such a speech hindrance that he even has trouble pronouncing his own last name. When he says G, some people think he's saying P. He can't use his lips to form clear words. He has had to do years of speech therapy to get where he's at in his communication level. So it should be no surprise to this court that his disability puts him at a disadvantage as an aspiring entertainer. In high school, in 2009, Greer was in the drama club, and the club went to different schools to perform skits. Greer can remember being laughed at by audience members because of his disability. Shortly afterwards, his teacher urged him that if he pursued his entertainment career, he should, quote, stay behind the camera. Greer has seen opportunities taken from him because of his disability throughout his life. Greer's entire life has been filled with a search for purpose and belonging. This is 72 fucking pages of lawsuit, by the way. Are you serious? Yes. I was hoping you were halfway over. <laughs> Not even remotely close. Okay. Not even 10%. Oh my, Okay. Going up in Utah, Greer didn't... Yeah, why did we do an introduction on this guy? I should have known. He would have recapped his whole life. Yeah, you're for right. us in the middle of a legal document. Yeah, I'm here. I'm trying to let new listeners in. And God, sorry, listeners. He does a much better job. Yeah, I should have just left it to him. Damn. Growing up in Utah, Greer really did, didn't really have any serious entertainment options to pursue. His family flirted with the idea of him being an extra background actor. He knows the lingo. In <laughs> <laughs> 
in LDS professionally produced movies, but they weren't sure how casting directors would react with a disability on camera. So they didn't even so they try. Didn't try. <laughs> In 2015 to 2016, when Greer was beginning to get serious about his musical pursuits, he had many heartbreaking experiences of trying to work remotely with out-of-state music produ- producers. <gasps> but because of his disability, they couldn't understand him. This isn't a problem non-disabled musicians face. Do you want to drink some water? Because it sounds like you just had to read like an eight-paragraph sentence. Oh, no, no. We're, this is a marathon. This is a marathon, and I'm on my uh, first wind. Okay. Do either of us even need to point out that, like, none of this is America's Got Talent's fault? <laughs> and, like, this whole, like, this whole sob story, it's tragic. Nobody should be bullied. Nobody should be left at. I don't know. I don't know why you're suing America's Got Talent. You should probably sue the people that bullied you. America's Got Talent did this. I suppose they did. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> When Greer has posted videos online of himself playing music, he has been mercilessly harassed by trolls who have attacked him for his deformity, which is another struggle non-disabled musicians don't face. Yeah, tell that to Pete, Ariana Grande's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Pete Davidson, what do they call him? Asshole eyes? They do call him butthole eyes. I forgot they called him that. It is interesting how in a world that champions underdogs, strangers can be so cruel to those they do not know. This isn't a lawsuit. A judge has to read this. (laughs) The judge goes, it is interesting. Huh? We live in this society, we do. (laughs) Greer's disability has caused him to doubt his own talent at times. Not enough. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, His talent has caused me to doubt his talent. His music has caused me to doubt his talent. As he is a talented entertainer stuck in a body where he cannot clearly express himself or where others have doubted his talents because of how he looks. For years, instead of chasing his dreams, he was discouraged and working as a janitor. As shown, and not only does Greer face the struggle of communication, he also faces the struggle of being accepted by society. Wait. He said, as shown. Yeah. Is there a picture of him with like a mop or a broom sweeping up? <laughs> no, but there as should. Shown. No, but there should be. <laughs> as shown. Hey, show it to me. All right, keep going. Sorry. He also faces the struggle of being accepted by society and trying to be seen as more than a deformity, fighting to be given chances in not just the entertainment industry, but also in his college degree field of law as a legal assistant. He's paralegal. Is that the same thing? I feel like it's not. I don't don't know. Based on his disability struggles, Greer has faced the struggles of Hollywood's system that is grounded centrally on networking and nepotism. Because of unsolicited policies and not knowing anybody within the industry, Greer has essentially spun his wheels in regards to his efforts. At times, he feels like a failure. (laughs) Not often enough, I will say once again. Greer has written and produced many songs which are on streaming platforms like Spotify. I very highly recommend checking them out, especially Yo Yo Vana. I heard there's another one coming down the pipeline. <laughs> another Taylor Swift diss track, I believe. There's already one. It's called I Don't Get You, Taylor Swift. Aren't there two? I thought one of them was like, I do get you. Yeah, but that's not a Taylor Swift diss track. That's a Taylor Swift love song. You know what? I I apologize. You're right. I'm categorically incorrect. Um, It's amazing that this person is blaming their lack of success on their deformity and not 
the fact that they've like ruined their own name through their own actions. He sues sex workers for not having sex with him. Yeah, no, that's, it it is so interesting. That's one of the reasons why Russell is so fun to follow is because he learns absolutely nothing. Like you can sit him down till the cows come home and just like multiple people have tried to like explain like I guess thinking out of the goodness of their heart that he's just severely autistic and he doesn't understand because he constantly posts like up a storm about shit and then is seemingly confused why nobody likes him and he just gets enraged and blocks everyone like he's never going to listen to anybody he just wants to rage on the internet it's so fun because he never ever 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 changes it's like the sun will rise the moon will set and russell greer is gonna just keep suing celebrities didn't he one time like on facebook or twitter post that like there's gonna be blood all over the courtroom when i'm done with uh with this case yes and then like a judge read that out loud and they were like how you could see how this is a threat right and he was like no i can't see it like what was that story oh yeah that was during the ariana grande trial i believe uh greg squirtis brought in a screenshot of russell really loves to post uh shit like that on Facebook, like tough guy shit on facebook and then delete it a couple of hours afterwards because he thinks that deleting the post is God forever. <laughs> Which is why he really, really, really hates Kiwi Farms. Oh, that's another one of his lawsuits. He did sue Kiwi Farms, attempted to. I don't know what's happening with that. But um, because people have like basically around the clock, someone from Kiwi Farms is watching and refreshing Russell's Facebook. And he asked him, I know what you're thinking. Why don't you just make your posts like for Private friends only? Or, right, yeah. yeah, because Russell has no friends. And when he does that, nobody interacts with them. Oh, and he needs that those endorphins, those likes and heart. He right. needs the engagement. We all do. Right. So he has to make them public because he's just alienated everyone in his actual like life who would be liking stuff. The only people left are like internet trolls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Greer has written and produced many songs which are on streaming platforms like Spotify. The effort it takes for him to produce these are tremendous. Wait a minute. Doesn't he like do that thing where he like goes down to the mall and somebody plays all the instruments or like and does the singing? Like, doesn't the producer literally do everything but the songwriting? I think he, yes. Uh huh. I think Greer just sits down and writes like the lyrics and the you know the notes because all of these songs he does he can kind of play a piano oh he writes the music part yeah Greer writes all of his own music the effort costs him a lot of money for the production costs hiring vocalists and for the mixing and mastering despite working with producers and being talented he again is stuck in the rut of not having the right connections stereos Greer figured a reality show like AGT would give him much needed publicity to jumpstart his entertainment career. Which he has a legal right to, of he course. Does. The legal right to publicity. Legal right to television. We don't even have like a legal right to water in America. <laughs> like a company can just steal all our water. We don't have a legal right to food. He thinks he has a legal right to publicity? And he does. He legitimately does. Incredible. He thinks he is the most talented singer-songwriter on the face of the fucking planet, Asterios. That is not an over-exaggeration or a joke. He thinks that... This deformity on his face is the only thing stopping him from, like, getting his dick sucked by models every second of every day. Well, it's nice if he has someone to blame other than his personality. Exactly. I mean, it's like, it seems like this disability is kind of a boon to him. 
America's Got Talent is a reality television show that launched in 2006. The premise is to find unknown talent, although many acts have had varying degrees of success before even going on the show, actually. Okay, calm down. Adam ruins everything. Russell ruins everything. We get that sometimes, like, people have an act, but they're still unknown. Yeah, they buzz them. What what the fuck ever. Uh, The important thing about AGT is that it is not a cutthroat competition show to get on say like American Ninja Warrior where world class athletes compete for a prize no with AGT the producers look for unique acts with inspiring life stories sometimes the show will have on very silly acts like a guy singing the tequila song with karaoke have you ever seen that video because it is helpfully linked in the middle of a court document does he sing it with his butthole or something like wait what's the what's the gag there the gag is it's the song the only word in the song is tequila like tequila so the guy stands out there and he holds the microphone he's just dressed like a dude who just walked out of like a dunder mifflin and the song plays the whole intro plays and he's just standing there staring at the judges with these big beady eyes and then it goes da 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 da, and he just says tequila, <laughs> da 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 da, and then waits till the next one. Listen, that was like the height of humor in two thousand eight. All right. Look, I like it. You got to give that guy the X because it's like, well, what a. What other song are you going to do? But he got on, Asterios. That's the point. He got on. Just because that tequila guy shit away his chance for Heidi Klum to suck his dick, it doesn't mean that he didn't have it. Russell didn't even get his chance. How much of this lawsuit is that he wants to date Heidi Klum? Oh, like 100% of it. You know what? I didn't put that together till right now. Every other lawsuit is about him being unable to control a woman or... All women in the state of Greer v. Utah. This whole time, I'm like, why is he suing this TV show? He likes Heidi Klum. He wrote a song about Heidi Klum at one point. I don't know if that's what he was going to sing, but um, he does like Heidi Klum. And I think this does kind of fit with the narrative because Russell thinks that not only is he entitled to women, but he's also entitled to like success as an entertainer. But every other... Wait, am I wrong to say... Oh, no, I guess he did sue Kiwi Farm. Yeah. And he sued them because they were talking about him. Yes. Okay, so I guess not every... All right, so let's say 80% of his lawsuits are about controlling women. Correct. All right, I apologize, Mr. Greer. Per the official audition site for the show, America's Got Talent Auditions.com, the show's producers offer the following advice for auditions. Be original. Stand out from the crowd. Be fearless. The show features sob stories of people talking about different adversities in their lives, such as a blind contestant with autism or a man wrongly incarcerated in prison for 23 years. This all led Greer to believe that if he tried his best, he could honestly make it on the show as he could inspire others with his story and his talent. But his story sucks. He's done so many terrible things. That he can't inspire. I mean, I suppose a cautionary tale can also inspire someone to not sue every woman they encounter. (laughs) Taylor Swift would not suck his penis. I cry every time. This is a story that needs to be told. I suppose suppose so. 
Reasonable modifications. Several competitions and tournaments have allowed disabled contestants to have reasonable uh, accommodations. The most notable example is the Supreme Court case, blah, 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 where the court allowed a disabled golfer to use a golf cart. The decision came down to deciding that an accommodation didn't alter the nature of the tournament, blah, blah, blah. Likewise, Greer needed an accommodation that made it necessary for him to compete on AGT. <laughs> Greer wanted to perform... That's not a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about it like it's a a ramp. <laughs> or a hookup for his oxygen tank. A reasonable combination is an airtime on NBC. <laughs> Likewise, Greer needed an accommodation that made it necessary for him to compete on AGT. Greer wanted to perform an original pop song he had wrote about the show judge Heidi Klum. And since the song involved singing, Greer needed to invest in an accommodation, a vocalist, to be his song's vocals. And Greer himself cannot clearly or coherently sing because of his disability. So basically what he's saying here is I don't know what he'd be doing on the stage if he's not singing. He just wrote the song. I assume he's just sitting in the corner melting. Yeah. This is... Wait a minute. (laughs) Inspiring would be him, though he be differently abled, singing a song. Yeah, exactly. But no, he just wants the guy from the mall to sing the song. He's going to play a maracas? He's going to play the tambourine? He's going to fuck that up too? What's he doing? He's going to stand in the corner and just breathe and stare at Heidi Klum. How do you go on a talent show as a writer? I've never seen that. I've never ever seen like a... So, like, like I'm a playwright. <laughs> here's my talent. Here's here's my completed finished play. What do you think? <laughs> like, that's not a that's not a talent. It's a skill, not a talent. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Holy so, shit! So, <laughs> so in the through the lens of that, what he's asking for is actually an incredibly unreasonable accommodation. Because I can't point to another example. Of a non-disabled person doing this. Ah, uh, 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 you have not considered that the accommodation fit within his talent, as he is a songwriter and he writes songs, and his songs involve lyrics. That is actually written there. That line is actually written in a legal document. Mm, yes, much like any good lawyer won't ask a question they don't know the answer to. Greer didn't just wake up one morning and decide to audition for AGT. (laughs) Rather, his audition was planned out a year in advance in February of 2020. He was going to audition for 2021 season 16 of AGT. The audition would be a cattle call. Open preliminary audition in front of producers who would then select contestants to audition on the show in front of celebrity judges. With his producer, they produced the audition song, which was an original song about AGT celebrity show judge Heidi Klum. I believe it's called Moves Like Heidi Klum. I don't know if that's the song, but there is a song about Heidi Klum by Russell Greer on the internet called Moves Called moves like Heidi Klum or moves like Heidi or something. And I believe he tries to sing it. Okay. Well, okay. Here's the important part. Cattle call means anyone can go. Yeah. So did he go? Uh, th- this is COVID. So I- we'll get to that. Okay. 
They studied successful acts from different musical shows and created the style of song based on what had been successful while showing originality. The song would then act as a reference song for a live band to follow. Greer then spent the next several months saving up money to find professional bandmates to help him perform the song. Due to his disability, he is unable to audition by himself a pop song, e.g. cannot sing the lyrics, clearly. Greer was unable to find talent in Utah, so Greer made the move to Las Vegas, Nevada to find talent to help him in December of 2020. Greer currently lives in Vegas. Once he was located in Vegas, Greer reached out to different musicians for connections. He eventually found a drummer, a singer, and a backup dancer. Greer was on the keyboards and a guitar he specifically bought for the audition. His accommodation are professional musicians who have done jobs on the Vegas Strip. (laughs) Greer then used his money to rent rehearsal space in a rehearsal studio in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, in total, Greer spent roughly three thousand dollars for the audition. As explained, the costs were an accommodation to his disability because Greer is already at a disadvantage with auditioning. Is he asking for three thousand dollars? <laughs> yes. Those are the damages. He wants his money back. I believe so. But the thing is, it's like, look, put aside the fact that nobody asked him to spend $3,000 on a song. He's already showing that he doesn't need accommodation because he was able to go out and get a band. Like, he's proving that he can operate within the system, and therefore his disability is not a disadvantage. Oh, that's a great point, Asterios. Fuck you. (laughs) And uh, suck his penis. How is that? How is anything you just said relevant to Heidi Klum not sucking his penis? That is the damage here. Literally nothing you've said is relevant at all. Please don't interrupt me again with such nonsense. (laughs) I digress. (laughs) The day of the kettle call edition. The day of the cattle call edition was February 8th, 2021. Why did you write this whole document spelling out the names of the month and just randomly switch to 0208? I I don't know why that annoys me so much. This guy needs an editor. All right. Over Zoom. All auditions would be done virtually because of COVID. Greer had his band set up in February? of, Of last year, yeah. Of 2020? 2021. Oh, thank you. Greer had in his band set up a Zoom call to have a video call with a Fremantle producer to perform the audition. Greer also had to fill out an information form, and in that form, he explained he had a disability and that his efforts were being done as an accommodation to aid said disability. The audition went smoothly. By the end of the act, the producer was clapping and told Greer he enjoyed the act. The producer asked Greer to submit the video to an online portal and then told him good job. (laughs) Per the contest rules all acts would be notified by spring of 2021 as to whether they made it on the show to audition in front of the celebrity judges after the audition Greer's bandmates were jumping up and down and hugging Greer ecstatic they all assumed based on the producer's reaction that they had made it on to AGT to audition in front of celebrity judges and you will pay for that assumption (laughs) AGT Months passed by with Greer so optimistic to receive an email from the producers, but an email never came. Greer also noticed that the YouTube video he submitted at the producer's request also was not viewed. Greer began to to get worried. The YouTube video was important because it contained a better quality audition than the Zoom audition. 
April 2021 approached, and although he never received an email from the producers, one of the celebrity judges posted on Instagram that filming had started. Greer was shocked. He began to have a panic attack and he vomited. (laughs) He was in disbelief because the producer's reaction did not match the end result. Surely something happened during the period of months. I'm going to say that maybe entertainment isn't for this person (laughs) if their first reaction to uh, rejection is vomiting with rage. What the fuck are you talking about? That's why celebrities are so skinny. It's because they vomit with rage every time they get a rejection. It's like, you know how they tell pickup artists you got to go around and get rejected a hundred times? They, what they don't tell you is because you vomit in rage every time you're fucking shredded. By the time you get that hundred no. <laughs> is Russell Greer skinny? <laughs> He's skinny fat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's got to do a little more rage vomiting. All right, p- please continue. <laughs> rage vomiting. He rage vomited his tears. He couldn't fucking believe it. Surely something happened during the period of months in a haze. Greer reached out to a producer on, and we're going with numbers again, so I'm just not reading dates no more, on the AGT helpline email and was told to try again next year by the person running the email. The email gave no specifics on Greer's audition, just to try again. Fucking cunt (laughs) (laughs) after spending three thousand dollars on the edition greer couldn't believe their response greer waited two weeks and received no response greer figured he could try reaching out to a producer for reconsideration and so he sent Fremantle a letter and sent it to the burbank location in april of 2021 greer waited two weeks and received no response greer then hired a lawyer under contract to write a reconsideration letter on his behalf citing the facts and claiming greer was a victim of discrimination and also asked for reconsideration and modification the letter read uh address to whom it may concern our office has been retained by russell greer in connection with america's got talents denial of mr greer a chance to perform on the show please accept this correspondence as a formal request for reconsideration as to mr greer and his band to be given an opportunity to perform on agt (laughs) It is our understanding that Mr. Greer auditioned for AGT this past February. Mr. Greer has a facial disability turned Mobius syndrome, in parentheses, the syndrome, which sounds badass, which has made all aspects of his life difficult, especially with communicating. In essence, Mr. Greer's seventh cranial nerve, facial nerves are paralyzed and he cannot close his lips. Mr. Greer worked really hard on his audition and spent $2,000. I thought it was $3,000. I guess he was counting uh, rehearsal time with that (laughs) to hire a band to help him when mr greer auditioned at the virtual audition the producer really liked mr greer's work and requested that he submit videos through an online process mr greer and his band were very excited as they thought that encouragement from the producer indicated that they had made it onto agt i gotta become a lawyer i gotta go to law school i know we've both talked about becoming (laughs) lawyers before this guy's getting 400 dollars an hour to like sell Russell Greer false hope that maybe this like strongly worded quote formal request a formal <laughs> request to be on a television talent show as opposed to an informal request yeah what the fuck is there a formal request procedure <laughs> yeah as a, a very ca- 
Look, I could have sent a casual request. I sent a formal request, Mr. Greer, and pay me $1,000. However, Mr. Greer never heard back from the producer or AGT and learned that filming had already started, reflecting that Mr. Greer and his band had not made AGT. Thereafter, Mr. Greer learned that the video he had submitted at the request of the producers would never viewed. Mr. Greer wrote a letter to the producers of AGT asking them to reconsider their decision. No one has replied to Mr. Greer's correspondence. Mr. Greer fears he was discriminated against by AGT and its producers. Through his work in music, Mr. Greer attempted to convey his story of overcoming adversity, demonstrating how he did not let this blah, 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 blah. Wait, this is interesting, though. He said that Mr. Greer feels as if he has been discriminated against. The lawyer didn't say, I feel you are discriminating against my client. Because his lawyer knows that like, if he says shit like that, he might get in trouble. So he's just like, I'm just relaying what my crazy client said. Right. Like, hey, I got $2,000 for writing this. Please don't sue me. <laughs> Uh, Russell Greer, blah, blah, blah. Our client wishes to resolve this matter amicably. This lawyer should be on America's Got Talent for like best ability to bullshit two people at once. This is great. Like he's writing this letter that's like saying nothing at the same time. Has a lot of words in it. That's talent. That's a talent, babe. We got to invite that lawyer on. Then Russell can sit there and stare creepily in the background as the lawyer reads him uh, his rights or something. <laughs> his right to pussy. His right to celebrity pussy. <laughs> the letter was delivered to Fremantle. Soon afterwards, Greer's YouTube video suddenly had views. The video was set on unlisted, so only those with the link could view the video. This confirmed that Fremantle producers or Kiwi Farms had received Russell Greer's request. Or the legal department of Fremantle. Right. <laughs> Greer waited many months for a reply and never received any. Greer made contact with Fremantle <laughs> Vice President of Legal Affairs, Coven Sate, in September of 2021 and has still received no reply. In fact, it wasn't just one message Greer sent. Believe it or not, a stereo Greer made. Don't believe it. <laughs> Can you believe that Greer made four messages to Coven Sate between September to October of 2021? He also reached out to Diane, Coven's assistant, and two different listed ADA emails. He also left a voice message on Coven's phone. Thus, it wasn't just one message that possibly got lost or buried. It was eight messages in the span of six months from Greer and the attorney under contract who were trying to make an ADA allowed modification request. Eight polite and professional messages to ignore the request without any explanation or response is discrimination. This guy thinks it's discrimination to not email someone back. Yeah. Uh -huh. Do you know how many unread emails and texts I have? Like thousands. Apparently I'm discriminating against my brother, my parents, my old friends. I'm discriminating against Everybody, well, guess I'm what? a monster. Well, guess what, ableist? The only people I'm discriminating against are Wayfair and Twitter. <laughs> Wait, you don't read those. You know what? Those Wayfair emails, I find them to be deceptive. They're Almost aggressive. as deceptive as America's Got Talent's producer was when they clapped and said, good job. Because those emails always say like, big sale, big sale. I opened the email. The, the hutch costs the same. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Absolutely ridiculous. Like way unfair. Should I sue Wayfair for <laughs> discriminating? <laughs> gets my time by giving me false hope that <laughs> some of these 
credenzas might be 20% off. Well, you did waste 20 seconds of your life. And how many thousands of dollars could you have made in those 20 seconds? Uh, I assumed you were going to hire a band and then produce an award-winning song for Heidi Klum. So that's like at least 3K right there. Is it credenzas or credenza? I don't know what <laughs> credenza. Wait, how is the plural of credenza? I don't even know what that is, bro. I have several credenza here. Have you seen my collection of credenza? Credenzo. Credenzae. <laughs> Count one. Discrimination on the basis of disability in violation of U.S. code. Defendant failed to make modifications to their procedures and practices. You see, this is where the part, this is very important because this is the part where he explains why America's Got Talent owes him like a billion dollars and also uh, it has to let him spurg on national television. Okay. <laughs> Title three of the Americans with Disabilities Act provides that no individuals shall be discriminated against on the basis of disability and full and equal enjoyment of goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, accommodations of any place of public accommodation. Although Title three of the Americans with Dills, blah, 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 blah. Uh, as established above, Fremantle is a public accommodation as they were offering privileges and advantages to compete on the show, HGT, for a $1 million prize, and they are a private entertainment entity. As previously established, Greer has a disability defined by the ADA, and his, it substantially limits his communication and his social opportunities. Said disability had plaintiff at a disadvantage when auditioning. Very long statute holds that it's discrimination to fail to make reasonable accommodations in policies, practices, or procedures when such modifications are necessary to afford such goods, services, privileges, advantages, or accommodations to individuals with disabilities. <laughs> Having shown that Greer has a disability under the ADA and that Fremantle was offering entertainment privileges and advantages as a public accommodation, the contention plaintiff raises is not that Fremantle employed a discriminatory policy, but rather Fremantle's AGT producers failed to adhere to the company policies of affording opportunities to disabled contestants. And by abiding by Fremantle's commitment to equal access Access for people with disabilities and thus it had a discriminatory effect in place. You see what that basically means is that America's Got Talent is uh, discriminating against Russell because every disabled person has to be on the show. I mean that the thing there have been disabled people on the show. Russell themselves alleges this. Yes. Therefore they do make reasonable accommodation for the disabled. They just didn't like your song very much. Well, how the fuck does that help Russell? I suppose it doesn't. It doesn't help Russell at all. Back in 2011, Fremantle agreed that it would make modifications for disabled contestants upon written request. This agreement was made between the Department of Justice and Fremantle Media after three discrimination complaints were filed regarding the show. The Price is Right... Oh, that's a cited thing. I guess The Price is Right did something bad. Well, I mean, The Price is Right is a Fremantle show. Okay. Two complaints had to do with structure issues, and a third complaint, unknown if he or she was an actual or wannabe contestant, had to do with a lack of disabled people on the show. In part, the policy reads, Fremantle reorganizes, recognizes that the American public welcomes a television game show in which all individuals, including persons with all types of disabilities, have an equal opportunity to be selected as a contestant, participate, compete for prizes, and win. Fremantle is therefore committing to providing equal access to individuals with disabilities to be considered and selected as contestants. You know what? I've never seen someone roll on down. That's true. 
Holy shit. Right. Or like kind of stutter step on down or limp on down. I've I've only seen them run on down when they're told to come on down. Right. And come on down. That is very, very, very offensive to women who can't come on down. (laughs) Even though this agreement was made for the prices right, there is no reason Fremantle as a company can adhere to similar modification policies for all of its programs. Greer cannot find a company-wide anti-discrimination policy for Fremantle. However, looking through their website, it says, We believe in giving all people a voice. We are committed to stories of diversity across genres, continents and cultures however the department of justice website defines a settlement agreement as an out-of-court resolution that requires a signed agreement or memorandum of understanding it makes no legal logical or legal or practical sense that the same policies can't be applied for agt upon closer reading it appears that the policy applies to all of its shows in the sentence consistent to its current stated practices he's talking about like the ag the prices right disability coming and he wants to come see on Heidi Klum's boobs. <laughs> so that's the connection there. You got to think it takes a real gorilla mind like this to become a lawyer of Russell's caliber. With the policy laid out, although Greer was qualified, a qualified individual and contestant qualified per the Zoom producer's favorable feedback. He was qualified to be on the show because the producer did say that he liked it. No, he didn't say that he liked it. He said, good job. Good job. He was reacted in a positive manner. That means he is entitled to be on the program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The producers for Fremantle discriminated against plaintiff by failing to adhere to its own policy of affording opportunities to disabled contestants by overlooking that Greer's efforts were made to act as a reasonable accommodation and that his efforts were necessary for him to compete on the show, which he made clear on his informational form he was provided and that he filled out in that one of the videos he submitted online. He wasn't just another act in the competition. You see, Okay, you see, because AGT says that it lets disabled people on, that means that uh, Russell hiring a full band. Russell has a big thing with effort. He This is yeah. a recurring theme that yes. I don't know if you, for newer listeners, Russell believes that if he puts in any type of effort on pretty much like anything, he should be rewarded in kind Like, even though, like, ignoring things like whether the person that he's doing things for wants them or whether uh, he volunteered or stuff like that. Russell in here is arguing that because he made so much effort, like, there's no possible way that anyone in this competition could have made as much effort at him because they let a guy say tequila on this show one time. The problem is actually the effort. Like... They put a lot of effort into suing Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, two sex workers, an entire state, and a website. <laughs> like, if they put this effort into not doing, it takes less effort not to do these things. And if you didn't do these things, maybe someone would want to hire you. But Asterios, the producers overlooked that Greer wasn't investing in the band just for the heck of it. He was investing in a van that as a reasonable accommodation contrast Greer's accommodation investment with a person who buys an expensive drum kit for the show. Like, you know how if you're a musician and you appear on the show, you get all that reimbursed for you. No. 
The drummer makes that investment as a risk. Greer made his investment as a necessary accommodation. That is the difference and what the producers seemed to overlook. (laughs) When Greer stated that he had a disability and that his efforts in forming this group were to accommodate his disability, that should have triggered a deeper analysis of his audition and the policies, as stated above, should have kicked in and been applied to ensure that a disabled contestant would have opportunities to go on the show. Not just an opportunity to preliminary auditions in the cattle call audition, but the opportunity to compete on the actual show's audition, which is why Greer made a $3,000 accommodation. But the fact that he made the accommodation means that he needs none. Because he's already made the accommodation. Asterios, you're not listening. You're not fucking listening. Okay. The band and shit, not the problem. Okay. Not the problem. He's needed the band. Okay. He needed the band. He's getting axed from the competition part because of the band, because he's disabled. So the accommodation he needs is to be on fucking television, which AVGT will not give to him. That is the accommodation and the remedy or the or the, the what it is accommodating. The problem is his unsucked penis. At this point, I would like to take a, a, a brief detour. Let's assume that the let's assume that he hired world class musicians. Let's say he's got Migos in there or something producing it. I'm going to read these lyrics. Okay, go ahead. Migos. I was my first thought was if Migos was there and they had Zaza, then I think the lyrics would be a little better. But now that I think about it, no, you do sound high out of your fucking mind when you read these lyrics. The lyrics are She comes down the catwalk and I can't stop looking. Woo woohoo. <laughs> Each step has a flame. Wow. Everybody watch out. Get ready. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I love you, Heidi Klum. <laughs> I don't get it. None of this rhymes. But he put effort into it. He should have put more effort into it to make it rhyme. That's literally ableist that you're saying that, Asterios. And now you are sued for $2 million. I want my $3,000 back. You misrepresented yourself to me, Asterios. <laughs> Also, from what I'm seeing here, Mr. Greer copyrighted this song in 2015, but submitted it in 2021. And by their own logic, doesn't this make them like a, an existing performer and not an original talent? You know what I mean? Like, remember when they said that? Yeah, well, uh, that's really interesting, Asterios. Anyways... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so more shit about the uh, Americans with Disabilities Act. He wants uh, injunctive relief. You know what that is, right? Because he's currently being hurt by... Uh, he's currently being like, America's Got Talent has got his frozen peaches under their big, sweaty, uh, milky mommy feet. And right now they're stepping on them. And Russell is like, get off my balls, please. So the injunctive relief that he's asking for is here. Because a private party cannot collect mon- money damages under the ADA, Greer requests an injunctive relief. 
The injunctive relief plaintiff request is an order that Fremantle places Greer on America's Got Talent for the 2022 season for the celebrity audition round, which begins filming in April of 2022. Thus, relief would be requested to be issued as soon as possible. Such an order would be giving plaintiff, a disabled contestant, access to the privileges and advantages of America's Got Talent. Injunctive relief is appropriate because Fremantle has demonstrated that they do not care about Greer's efforts by ignoring his letters and the helpline email telling Greer to try again next year. You fucking bastard. How dare you? But they did watch the video after a lawyer sent them a letter. So he's trying to have it both ways here. Yeah, exactly. Because he's stupid and he can't do anything right. I suppose so. This is further evidenced by Greer's video not even being viewed until after a lawyer sent a reconsideration letter. Wow, this guy's thought of everything. He's thought of everything. There is no assurance from Fremantle that if Greer retained even more talented accommodations and went through the preliminary audition process once again, that his efforts and accommodations would not meet the same rejection fate. The harms and injuries are likely to recur unless Unless he is put on the internet right now. He's blaming his drummer and, and bassist or whatever. He's, he's, he's blaming the talent of his backup band. I think is so. That, that's what that sounds like, right? Where he's like, even if I had got even more talented people around me. By the way, my talent is not in question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm already the alpha talent in the room. I think we should get to intentional affliction of emotional distress. Sure. How about that? Count number two, intentional affliction of emotional distress, which is when you feel bad. That's right. That's what that legal definition hurt Fifi is. Yeah. You f- turns out facts do care about your feelings when you're suing someone. <laughs> <laughs> Fremantle engaged in extreme and outrageous conduct by knowing the efforts Greer put in and the hurt he was feeling, but purposefully ignored his pleas for reconsideration and his claims of discrimination. Fremantle allowed reckless indifference to the plight of a disabled man who gave all to rise above his adversity. That's literally written in there. But he didn't rise above his adversity. That's actually why he's suing them. Because, okay, keep going. Now, I know what you're thinking of stereos. What extreme things did they do? Like intentional affliction of emotional stress. That's pretty big. It's pretty good. Well, it's not because it's also ignoring your emails. The outrageous- I've heard a lot of people- <laughs> I've heard a lot of people. Well, I'm so sorry, Facebook. This outrageous conduct included, one, Fremantle ignoring certified legal mail that was signed for by Fremantle and the videos being sub- sub- subsequently viewed confirming the receipt of the letter. Number two, Fremantle further ignored a FedEx letter sent by Greer before the letter sent by his attorney. Number three, Fremantle ignored the email the lawyer sent on May 14. Number four, Fremantle ignored Greer's personal emails to Coven Cite. The lawyer sent an email? Yeah. The lawyer... They couldn't. The lawyer couldn't even print something out and send it certified mail. He hired a lawyer to send an email. It was a formal request. Okay. They have to come in through email. No, of course, right? There's the two field, the CC field, the formal request or non formal request field. Fremantle ignored Greer's email to Coven's assistant, Diane. No last name listed. Uh, Fremantle ignored Greer's email to Jeff, director of ADA complaints. Fremantle ignored the phone call Greer left on Coven's office phone. And eight, Greer on December 7th, or not December, October 7th, 2021, 
decided to see if he could get a response for the ADA coordinator for The Price is Right, since the Department of Justice agreement required an ADA email for The Price is Right. Something about that, yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically what it's saying is, lastly, when Greer wished to speak to a producer in March of 2021 and explained about his efforts and loss and how heartbroken he was, he was simply went with, try again next year. This is a sad story. So he did get a response. See, this is the thing. He's saying, like, no one responded, and therefore I was discriminated against. But he agrees that, A, his video was watched, and, B, someone told him to try again next year. Therefore, what's the fucking problem? I mean, this is only half. You've only got half the equation here because he did get a response, but it was not the response he wanted. That's fair. Which is he is legally entitled to. So you're, like, halfway there. Just extend the thinking. Like, as long as they would just put him on the fucking television, none of this would have happened. Oh, and also, by the way, Asterios, uh, in some of these pages, there will be little, like, uh, side notes. Yeah, Yeah, footnotes here. And uh, I usually just ignore them, but here's a pretty good one. Uh, Footnote number 11. Greer even asked, he's talking about, like, whether or not it's reckless negligence to ignore a couple of emails from a crazy guy. Greer even asked others, in parentheses, reasonable people, if they thought ignoring these messages constituted outrageous and reckless conduct, and they agreed it did. Does he name his sources? Go fuck yourself. Okay. He said they were reasonable people. Get off his ass. I don't think he knows any reasonable people. Well, you get off his ass. I will. It shouldn't take Fremantle six months to consider a modification or reconsideration request. That request being, of course, to go on the television program right, that yes. he was previously told not to go on to. Yes, yes. As shown, Fremantle has a 90-day policy of responding to ADA complaints, which said date has long passed. It's clear they are recklessly disregarding the pain he suffered. No remedial measure or efforts to resolve or address Greer's complaints were ever made. Greer's outreach was polite with a hint of urgency. And then there's another footnote. The urgency was because with Greer's accommodation, he needed to know where Fremantle stood on modifying and creating an exception for Greer to appear on America's Got Talent in 2022. His accommodations have busy schedules, with some of them performing professionally. And so they need advance notice. Greer was politely reaching out. Greer was mainly reaching out because he was emotionally broken upon learning of the rejection and he sincerely felt, as explained in claim number one, he was being discriminated against by his accommodation efforts not being considered and weighed more than a non-disabled contestant. He said learning of the rejection. If he learned of the rejection, then he doesn't need a response to these emails. Because he just admitted he learned he was rejected. Yeah, but that's the problem. Is he want? How is he going to get Heidi Klum to fuck him if he's rejected from the television program? Does this doesn't Heidi, make any sense. Is there a pattern of Heidi Klum regularly fucking contestants on America's Got Talent? No, and I believe she is still married to Seal, the singer famous for Kiss from a Rose, the single. Seal is also famous for having facial deformity. Really? Yes. I think that's who she's married to, isn't she? It is. Seal, you may not know, Seal's uh, has scars on their face. Therefore, Heidi Klum doesn't discriminate against people with a facial deformity. Exactly. So Russell was going to get his cock sucked if they let him on the show. Now you're getting it. Thank you. Okay, good. Finally, we're clicking some locks in That's there. That's not what I was saying. It should be what you were saying. So should you, it? So you're not on the same track as Russell? 
If I say yes, do we can we move on? Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah. Fremantle obviously had reckless disregard for the discrimination <laughs> that Greer felt. <laughs> Sorry, it's just funny. It's like a car is reckless. Like a, like a construction worker is reckless. A marketing manager was reckless. <laughs> the producer was reckless. Reckless. Fremantle obviously had reckless disregard for the discrimination that Greer faced. And his attempt to at trying to rectify the situation, such reckless disregard of the discrimination Greer has felt has caused Greer severe emotional distress. Fremantle's conduct in this proximate cause for plaintiff emotion plaintiff severe emotional express. The emotional distress was triggered in late March of 2021 upon learning of his rejection, which said pain was aggravated by the AGT helpline being callous to his plight and the pain being extended with Fremantle purposefully and rest recklessly ignoring his modification requests. Now, I believe he meant his pain was aggravated. What you're doing right now is aggregating his pain, <laughs> which is taking it and turning it into content. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sierra Santana, pain aggregator. Pain aggregator. That sounds lit. It does. Buzzfeed, pain feed. <laughs> Pain buzz. Buzz pain. <laughs> feed pain. Pain feed. <laughs> Happy birthday. Once a year, this is not bad. <laughs> really? Um, this is kind of look. It's like I wouldn't want to go on a roller coaster every day. Once a year, it's not bad. I wouldn't want to see a horror movie every day. This is like a horror movie on a roller coaster, <laughs> listening to this person. Once a year, it's kind of fun to see like what this little Digimon is doing. You know what I mean? They're like a little Tamagotchi. They're just like up to semantics in there. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, you know, when you forget. It's, it's kind of like when you, when you go visit your niece and you see their ant farm and you're like, hey, what's going on, Lance? It's nice to see you again. Okay, bye. I'll see, I'll see you in five years. Squidward. You like Russell Greer antics, don't you? Stereos. You like Krabby Patties. You can just admit it. You like it. No. You like it. It's it's interesting. You like it. No. You like listening to Russell Greer suing. You know what I America's think I, Got Talent. You know what I think I like? And I kind of realized this early on that I forgot. I think I like hearing you talk. Yeah, that's pretty much this whole relationship, right? <laughs> It's very entertaining to me. It's like I've got my own little podcast. Like, just when we're listeners, like, this is something I tell her all the time. It's like, it's like I got, it's like I got my own little podcast, my own little TikTok <laughs> running around the apartment, just saying things, just, just, <laughs> just saying words. It's really, it's really interesting. All right, keep going. Sorry. To put it best, Fremantle has figuratively hit Greer with a car. <laughs> That's to put it best, <laughs> meaning that to put it worst, it would be like they hit it with a nuclear bomb. <laughs> I was not ready for that. I was not ready for that. Simile. <laughs> to put it best, Fremantle has figuratively hit Grim with a car, and instead of apologizing or realizing their mistake or offering any response, they have kept driving, which is why he's also suing them for reckless endangerment. <laughs> Reckless driving. Hit and run. 
What's it called? Leaving the scene of an accident? And the accident is his heart. You can't use your commercial property damage for that. (laughs) Can you, Stereos? The accident was Russell (laughs) being conceived and born. That is true. That is true. Oh, my God. He was put up for adoption, but his twin sister was not. I'm sorry? Yes, you didn't know that? It's the beginning of Russell's tragic tale. This is MC, and now I'm starting to realize why I don't like stuff like that. Because, oh my God, what? That's horrible. That's horrible. (laughs) They have kept driving with Greer wedged under the wheel, and they have continued to ignore his pleas, his screams and shouts from beneath the wheel. Wedged oh. under the wheel, yes. but then you're just dead. You just keep driving, like do 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 do. The severe emotional distress consisted of Greer vomiting, fainting, insomnia, losing drive and ambition, lack of energy, feeling of hopelessness, his limbs stiffening up from stress, hair receding, and weight gain. This By is- the way, I think all that's called turning forty. I was gonna say I have a hangover right now, and that's like all of this. Yeah, holy moly, that's. He just described me. <laughs> he described me trying to get out of bed to go to work in the morning. Yeah, who do I sue for this? Yeah, holy moly. Feeling like he is worthless as a human being Jack. and his, his efforts and plights as a man with a significant disability are insignificant to Fremantle the corporation. Feeling like plaintiff is essentially stuck in a rut in his life with nowhere to go to achieve his dreams that he was trying to get with AGT and how he doesn't know where else to look to accomplish his dreams. I'm reading this verbatim, okay? (laughs) Spending months on end crying and frustrated and venting to anybody who would listen about how he felt robbed and discriminated and humiliated by Fremantle. Greer suffers from depression and anxiety, and his severe emotional distress stemming from AGT only makes his chronic ailments worse. It feels like you should not maybe be interacting with AGT then. Yeah. The, the pain of rejection still carries on six months later because Greer feels hopeless as a disabled musician and pained that Fremantle frankly doesn't care about the disabled by Fremantle still ignoring his request for modification. That modification, of course, being on the television program. It makes it worse by living in Vegas and seeing the AGT advertisements on the news and down on the strip. The adverts, in a way, taunt and haunt Greer, (laughs) sending a message that only people without facial deformities have talent. I'm going to interrupt here and I'm going to tell a little story. Go ahead. (laughs) Did you know that I was asked to audition for America's Got Talent? Really? Yes. For what? What is your talent? That's very hurtful. I'm sorry. Oh, like as a comedian? No, I thought you meant because you play an instrument too. I'm leaving this in. I'm sorry. I'm I'm leaving this in the show. I'm sorry. I think I might need some injunctive relief. Oh, no. I was, there was a radio show in LA. It was like a very popular radio show in LA. They needed a stand-up comic to come in at the last second to work clean the producer thought of me. I came in. There was an America's Got Talent producer there. And uh, I did some stand-up. A Beatles act played a Beatles song. And then a lady did some hula hooping burping. And uh, the hula hooping burping lady like couldn't successfully hula hoop. <laughs> like the hoop kept falling down. And it's like, this is your whole thing. 
And then the, this entire Beatles cover band came in, but only one of them sang. <laughs> the producer was like, how come all of you didn't sing? How come only one of you didn't? They're like, well, he's good at singing. He's like, well, then I don't want any of you. And so by default, like, I kind of had to win. <laughs> because somebody had to win this thing. So, so I... um. So I got like a front of the pass line, like they were like, here's you, you come down at this time. And then I went into America's Got Talent and I did my stand-up act for like a bunch of producers. They didn't like it. Like uh, they didn't really look up from their laptops. It was, it was very depressing. And, and on the way in, I ran into a, a, another comedian I knew and he was like, yeah, I'm auditioning too. And I was like, oh, great, great, great. And then like he actually, this other comedian made it to the, I think the final two. Oh, damn. Yeah. And so, like, you know, yeah, it was it was kind of tough, like, you know, watching America's Got Talent and, like, watching, like, you know, thinking, like, ah, oh, what could have been? I left that day, like, I, I I didn't have the money for a car. Like, I didn't have a car at the time. So, like, I, I took the bus home in L.A., and the bus was kind of gross, and it was kind of depressing. But it wasn't, like, so America's Got Talent depressing. Yeah, I'm sitting here serious. That's a really sad story. Why do you sue them? <laughs> Maybe I should have. Yeah, they gave you a pass. That pass basically says front way golden ticket to television program success and Heidi Klum pussy. Did you receive Heidi Klum pussy? I sure didn't. That's fucking ridiculous. And you, it's your Heidi Klum pussy and you need it now. Maybe we can start a class action. Yes. People that were rejected from America's Got Talent due to their disabilities. Now, listeners... Please don't tell me what you think my disability is. That's just going to hurt my feelings. I was going to say, it's my birthday. My autism. <laughs> I'll take that. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll listen to the same song over and over 30 times. I know an extensive amount about the Star Wars universe. I eat the same meal pretty much every day. I'm disabled. I'm also disabled. I'm disabled as fuck. <laughs> you are. Oh my God. Print that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Even going online, he will accidentally stumble upon AGT material when he isn't looking for it and it will cause distress. <laughs> the same way, imagine like having a mental breakdown because of, like an ad played before a YouTube video. You're watching it had Heidi Klum in it. And Greer moved to Las Vegas specifically to find talent to act as his accommodation. And now he is in the city, not only defeated as the primary reason for moving, but he has no family or friends close by. He is lonely and feels worthless. Greer has suffered distress by being rejected with accommodation. He puts so much effort into while seeing Fremantle allow onto AGT very bad acts that get instantly buzzed off. You have to buzz them if you've never seen America's So Got he's saying that he, his act is bad by bringing that up. He's saying like, I deserve the consideration of a bad act. He is, thinks that, Russell seems to think that reality television shows are real in the way that are not real, like these game show things are real in that they're not curated yeah. at all. He seems to think that like everyone you see on the television that you sit down and watch is the best of the best. So ergo, it would make no sense that they let the tequila guy on and not Russell because that is implying that the tequila guy is more talented than Russell, which we all know is not true, especially because he is disabled and he put so much effort into it. Interestingly, the tequila guy bit is something that Russell could have done because this entire time russell's been saying like i have very limited communication he would only have to say one word 
three syllables. And even if that word was a little bit muffled, the, the joke isn't that he's saying the word tequila perfectly. It's that he's doing like a karaoke bit where he's only saying one word. Yeah, and it would be doing a hell of a lot more than just standing there and staring at Heidi Klum while your band does everything. Oh, wait, no, he has a keytar. His yeah. keytar? Maybe he could do the keytar while he's staring at Heidi Klum and also saying tequila. <laughs> now, that is an act I would watch. I know you would. That is an act that I would use my golden buzzer for, which automatically gets you to the next round. Okay. <laughs> Can I use my golden buzzer to... You want to skip straight to damages? Stop all of this? No, you cannot. Damages. Plaintiff requests a calm and reasonable award of $200,000 for past and future emotional suffering. Such an award would be reasonable, as this isn't Fremantle's first contestant discrimination case. Calm and reasonable, 200000 Calm and reasonable? Fremantle, years earlier, signed an agreement with the Department of Justice that it would strive to have more disabled contestants on screen. Obviously, Fremantle has learned nothing, nor have they bettered their practices since the Department of Justice agreement in 2011. But they have a disabled host with Howie Mandel because he suffers from OCD. He can't high-five you. Oh, yeah, that's true. What does he do, fist bump? He does the fist bump because he's such a germaphobe. Oh, my God, that guy must be having a terrible time during COVID. Oh, and then he uh, also wants a jury trial because he feels that he has been oppressed. And uh, an alternative theory that Greer can prove is that Coven Sate, vice president of legal affairs, should have known that Greer's discrimination complaints were being ignored based upon the many messages Coven and her assistant received. And Coven authorized the complaints and requests to continue to be ignored based on how she or her assistant never replied. Her silence and ignoring the complaints and requests shows conscious disregard for the emotional uh, suffering. There is a trial by jury requested here. Uh, Greer additionally seeks $600,000 in punitive damages, and it is three times the amount of $200,000 that he asked for in paragraph 149 to 150. This person thinks their feelings are worth $200,000. That's right. So, like, the world owes them billions and billions of dollars. Like, if, because this person's feelings have been hurt their whole life. Like, they were hurt when, when they were in the play, and they were hurt by Taylor Swift, and they were hurt by the state of Nevada, and they were hurt by Kiwi Farms. Like, this person's emotional state is worth, like, the economic output of Europe. Exactly, because he's feeling real bad all the time, which means real big bucks. <laughs> If we could somehow hook up a generator to this guy's feelings, we could solve the inflation crisis. Honestly, I think I personally deserve a million dollars for my hurt feelings because the guy on the train made eye contact with me and it was very unpleasant. I think I deserve a billion dollars for my hurt feelings because you clearly forgot I was at one point a comedian. I did not forget. Yes, you what, You thought I was going on America's Got Talent to play the saxophone? I did. You're a very good saxophone player. Name one saxophone song I've ever played. I, I, I mean, I can't. What do you mean, name a saxophone song? Name a saxophone song I've played. You say I'm a good saxophone player. You played surely it on Wife of Wars once. Surely you can name a saxophone song I've played. I can't name a saxophone song, period. Can you name any song that I may have played that I performed through the saxophone that may not have even originally been a saxophone song. I don't know. No, I cannot. Name okay. a saxophone song. I'm suing song. you for a billion dollars of worth, of worth of hurt feel. Holy bowling. Oh, 
my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I hurt it a billion. I heard it. Well, I'm suing you for a trillion because now my feelings are hurt. My tummy hurts. And my prayer for relief. Wherefore, Russell Greer prays for the judgments against defendants for emotional and non-economic damages under claim to in the amount of $200,000 for an award of punitive damages in the amount of $600,000 for a preliminary injunction ordering that Greer appear on America's Got Talent season 17. And they want the money. Yes. For the celebrity audition round, which begins filming in April 2022, Proclaim 1. Do you even get $800,000 for winning America's Got Talent? <laughs> Don't you get like a quarter of a million dollars? And I think you get to headline a show in Las Vegas or something. <gasps> There's the connection. Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. It's all coming together, baby. Okay, you know what? He was <laughs> jurisdictionally sound. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the end of the lawsuit. So he's suing for basically $200,000 for Hurt Feels, uh, $600,000 for Hurt Reels. And also, uh, please, please, please put him on the celebrity round. If Heidi Klum is not on that episode, I assume he will flip a tent. Now, when I looked up the lyrics to this, a bunch of stuff came up. Apparently, in February of 2022, Fremantle requested arbitration, which makes sense. Because to get on America's Got Talent, you got to sign a release. And that release clearly states that any discrepancies would be solved through arbitration. Has this reached arbitration yet? Has a judge ruled on this yet? Like, where are we in the process? Oh, I believe AGT has responded. They and did? Yes. And I have the response. And I think we got to save that for another episode. But uh, maybe I'll, maybe that'll be our... no. We're not saving that for another episode. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. It's my birthday. I told you you'd have two birthday episodes this year. Yeah. And I told you you could do one of them high. Yes, correct. You're going to read the response from America's Got Talent lawyers while you're high out of your mind. And it is scathing, I've heard. <laughs> you think this is going to be good content? I think it's going to be amazing content. Listening to a lady stoned out of her mind in the desert. Reading legal briefs. I mean, that pretty much is this podcast. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry to tell you. You don't want to spend your time high talking about, like, the greater truths or crystals or rainbows or unicorns. You know, shit that high people talk about. You want to talk about a a crazy guy lawsuit? Oh, serious? This is $800,000 worth of hurt feelings. What is bigger than that? And television time is what priceless. What is more important than that in our society right now? Celebrities are very important. They are. We need them. We need movies. Because they show us stories about ourselves. And damn it, Russell Greer needs his penis sucked by none other than the... Heidi Klum, international supermodel. And fuck you if you think <laughs> Audience, I'm going to ask for your help at this point. I said I'd listen to her bullshit once a year. She's asking for double Greer time. I don't think that should be allowed. Last time, you, you spent one episode talking about the Yandere Dev guy. You spent the other episode talking about shadow people. This time you're asking for a double Greer. I got a double, yeah, no, because I got a double last time too. But there were two different topics. I really wanted to be done with Russell. Audience, I'm going to ask for your help. In the comments and the DM us and tweet us and such and tell us you want more Greer 
Or no more Greer. More AGT. Technically, this is AGT, so it's coherent. <laughs> yeah, this episode was Greer. Next episode's AGT. They're totally different. This is actually literally discrimination because uh, this is my special interest and I'm autistic. <laughs> so you are trampling all over my uh, right to free speech. Audience, you got to admit, I've been a pretty good sport about this. <laughs> like, I, well, I didn't spend the whole episode complaining. I was playing along. I even at one point said I was enjoying it. You know, I think I was enjoying it because I assumed it was ending soon. I don't think I can handle another episode of this. But uh, audience... I'm, just, I'm asking for your help. I'm a 40-year-old man who's rejected by America's Got Talent, just like Russell Greer. I'm asking for a special accommodation to shut my co-host <laughs> up about this for a year. I'm willing to revisit this in a year. Let's put it to a vote. Put it to a vote, the people, Survivor style. I'm, we're going to put it to a vote. It, the people, I'm, I need your help on this one. Listen, if you believe that your feelings are worth $800,000. I'm going to need you to fucking slam that patreon.com slash hysterious button and vote on that motherfucking poll. If you up, you collected hurt feelings, you vomiting because Taylor Swift said no to your footsie date of Olive Garden. I'm going to need you to smash that motherfucking podcast button. I almost feel bad at this point (laughs) giving a call to action because of what we just put you through, but... Don't forget, you could get our poster and sticker pack. <laughs> oh, yeah, poster stickers. <laughs> we got shit for sale, too. We just made people listen to this garbage. <laughs> this is a garbage human with a garbage legal complaint. Happy birthday, Choose Russia. <laughs> you, got until the, you got until the end of the month to join the sticker club. You'll get four stickers and a signed poster Free shipping, even international. And we're and sending these posters overseas is going to be expensive. But we don't care because they're pretty goddamn cool posters. Yeah, they are really good posters. Yeah, I really like these posters. They're big. They're, they're, the paper's got a nice thickness. They're shiny. I, I, I'm into this. Anyway, happy birthday. And listeners, maybe your birthday gift to me can be a little bit of help just this one time. And maybe your birthday gift to me. What did you get me? Nothing? Of course you did, you selfish asshole. Maybe your birthday gift to me to me to help me. Help you. Help America's Got Talent. Help Russell Greer. <laughs> Together, we could correct this slight. These $800,000 worth of hurt feelings. You know how much $800,000 is? That is 400000 girlfriend experience packages. Oh, <laughs> From Danny at the Bunny Ranch. We'll talk to you next. We'll we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye.